Hi guys, I am Sneha Ramesh and welcome to another episode of Breaking the Flow, a podcast where I discuss my views on social topics and talk to people who are redefining success and are changing the world with their thoughts and attitudes. Today, I've got two very special guests, two friends who joined hands and have set out to change the world of personalized gifts. Akriti and Misal are just two normal third-year students, except the one thing that is different is that they started a business during the pandemic. They are the co-founders of Jua, which is French for joy. It is one of its kind, a personalized magazine. This is literally one of the best gifts that you could give to a loved one, to a significant other, or even to yourself, because all of us deserve to celebrate our accomplishments, our achievements, our life. And that is exactly what Joa does. Join me today as I talk to them about starting a business during the pandemic, about how they balance their university as well as their work, and most importantly, how it is to study in a country so far away from your home. So join me today and let's get started. So, how's everything going with uh, Joy Magazine? Am I pronouncing it right? Sorry. No, no. no. Uh, Misal will tell you the right pronunciation. It's okay. It's okay. Joie. Everyone gets it wrong. It's Joie. It's a French word for joy. Oh, okay. How did you guys come up with that name? We wanted it, like, because first we actually came up with the tagline, the, your journal of joy. So, because that's what it represents and we really wanted to focus on the happy and the joy part of it. So then we, you know, started looking around and how we can you incorporate the word joy, what it actually represents. And then I actually heard this uh, name from a friend of mine who was, who was talking, like taking French classes and stuff like that. So I was like, why not? It's a nice name. And it's actually what it represents. Exactly. That that's the main point, you know. It's not just any word for the sake of it, but it's a word that represents what we stand for and what we aim to deliver. You know, this whole magazine, the idea of personalization, it is all just built on the foundation of delivering happiness. You know, that's that makes everything worth it. So that's what it represents. That's so sweet. So could you just tell us a little bit more, like what is in the magazine, what it contains? Um, okay, so uh, be, there we have two versions of our magazines at the moment. We will expand uh, sooner or later. But at the moment, we have two versions. The first is the standard version. So in a standard version, you get about, uh, you know, 25 pages. That is 50 pages back and forth. So total 25 pages worth of your entire life story in that magazine. So like, you know, um, let's say that you are getting it, you know, for your boyfriend. Like, let's just presume, okay? So it will contain, it will start with his journey, you know, his childhood, his personality, his characteristic traits. Then it will morph into how things change when he met you and how yours, you and, you know, he and she became an us. So, you know, so that uh, then you talk about them and then, you know, goes on and until that. And then it ends with 
if you have any future plans and you know what's ahead of you guys and then it ends with the finishing quote that comes from you so it's just like you know start to uh, cover to cover if you open it it's just your your entire life in front of you that's pretty much the idea but like we make it fun by adding little crosswords and comics and and other engaging stuff so it's not just like a boring read it so the 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 person that you're gifting it can engage with the content like you know little crosswords about what was our first date where was it and stuff like that wow that's so cute oh my goodness now i really feel like i need a significant other just to gift this to them <laughs> no that's that's the thing that you don't you know because jaw is your magazine it is very versatile in terms of its audience or its demographic you know uh, there is jaw this is a branding that we are soon going to launch you know it's called it, it's like you know uh, we are still in the woodworks but then this jaw will specifically cater to an influencer uh, a blogger a person with a personal identity if they want to market that so that could be you know your identity as your own so like you know if you're just you know if you're an influencer if you want people to know about you and just hand them hand them this magazine this is everything that you need to know about me so your personal identity branded but in a fun uh, fun and happening ma- magazine okay so that also, is that you can not only not only like individual also but you can also give it to your parents for their 25th anniversary yep. for example or your best friend or or you know like even like anyone actually who you feel for who makes you happy even if that's just yourself you know <laughs> yeah. that's the point you know it just delivers happiness to whoever you love this is honestly such a unique concept i don't think like the, i don't think i know any magazine or any sort of media which has done anything like this how was the response when you guys launched it and, and since then well you know in the beginning we started to create an hype because, like you know foreshadowing the event launch you know we came up with some you know strategies like you know one uh, we made a video that was you know uh, jaw but with friends character the uh, character from that tv show friends you know uh, what they are talking about and you know with asking them how they show appreciation to their loved ones and then you know it ends with uh, just don't tell them i love you show it so we just started doing this little marketing thing and then when we finally launched our teaser video it was very widely you know uh, it it was well reciprocated well received and people every everyone was you know saying good things about us and uh, we really loved that response because I, i think just like you just like exactly what you said that you know uh this is just that we felt that there is a market gap in terms of personalized things you know there are a lot of standardized things everywhere and i think personalization has kind of you know uh, it can go to bigger bounds than it is right now you know because personalization in terms of craft glitter glue sketchbooks and everything that is like you no know, yester years what's tomorrow is personalization in terms of bigger and better and more classier things classy is the word i'd use for adults you know yeah wow so how did you both get this idea you both are third year students and university how did this all come about <laughs> uh, yeah i think uh, most of my answer was in the last uh, uh, i think i i got off course in my last answer i should be saying this for this right now it's just the same thing you know i have always loved the idea of personalized gift you know i'm sure everyone has 
this on some level we are all narcissistic people you know we love the idea of us being celebrated right you know who doesn't love that so there's you know and you know like when we were kids in school and stuff we used to make uh, sketchbooks and popper boxes and photos yeah yeah used to used to make that for our friends and people you know on their birthdays and everything but then you know ultimately that's a little juvenile because even though it's a, it's very really, you know uh, it's all in good nature but it's a little juvenile because it uses those flimsy materials glitter glue and stuff that's not something that you can keep for a long time it's very impractical so you know i felt that you know we need to take we need to do something to take personalization to the next level and i was just flipping through magazines and that time it was lockdown and everything that's when it hit me and then you know when it hit me i instantly knew that misal is the first person i need to tell it to and you know i remember that day she i don't know she was sleeping or something i called her 10 times 20 and 30 and 50 times you know and like this is a call you don't want to miss this is going to i was building it up so much you know this is a call you don't want to miss this is the call that will change your life and then she got excited and then in the minute she said yes she didn't even think about it and you no know, that's how it all started <laughs> i mean i just think that like getting gifts is a different i mean gifting something i think still koi like getting a really really expensive gift or getting an extremely personalized gift from someone i would still choose the personalized one because it holds more meaning it holds more substance to it 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 tells you that okay that that person really does love me for them to put in an effort to actually you know personalize something for me akriti is right like scrapbooks and everything they were amazing while they lasted but things are changing now things are becoming more digital no one has the time to sit down and make those scrapbooks all over again so we're providing a service that will do the exact same thing but for you and and you know a little bit better than before so just that so you both are a third year students you're in your final semester and you of course have this amazing business going on So, how do you manage your time with the business, with your personal life, as well as with university? Okay, so I think that in the start it was a bit tricky because we got so excited about this, you know, this business and this us making this together, and you know, being best friends also has a big play role in this. That we might have kind of neglected. you know a little bit of our studies not to the extent that it was harmful but we were just thinking about this so much that we did not for a while care about that but later on while things started smoothing around and while once we started getting orders and everything i think it all comes to place because this is not some work for us this is what we love so even like even if we're very tired from our uni work or or some personal house stuff or whatever it's still something that would like soothe us down and calm us down and it's a form of entertainment also because it's not some okay i have to do this it's because i want to do this so it was it managing it that way it it just made it easier over time obviously it was a little tricky in, in the start and akriti how did you manage it 
I think she comes. She sums it up well. You know, uh, things became. Uh, you know, they became more in sync as time passed. Like, you know, it's not that you are born with the skill of time management. This is that you know, once it hits your head, once you have those things, you have to do it. It's not like a, a you know, a want or a need. It's just that you know, this is how things are. You have to find a way to deal with it. And you know, uh, that's how it became to us. You know, like uh, uni is equally important. And you know, at the moment because we are still not graduated, so uni is as important as the business. Hopefully, one day, you know, job will be the only thing that matters in the world. But practically, realistically, right now, both things are equally important. So yeah, you know, with time, we have both learned how to deal with both things together, and, and happily so. Yeah, I think that that's the key, you know, because uh, the the whole issue is like, you know, I think uh, time management is more, you know, even personally, like, you know, I would suck at time management. I would procrastinate a lot if the things that I did, if the things that were on the list did not, you know, it's not it's not something that I'm passionate about. But fortunately, both of us love our courses. Both of us are passionate about our academics. Both of us are passionate about job. So it's if it's what you love, you ultimately learn how to balance both. and how do you guys take care of yourself because of course with the pandemic it's it's been very stressful for everyone so what do you both do to relax to unwind and release your stress we don't have you seen our faces <laughs> have you have you seen our sizes right now we don't take care of ourselves <laughs> we stress eat we do work we do uni work and we eat that's all we do if we took care of ourselves we would be half the size that we are right now I don't think it's a good thing though because you you know I mean of course eating is always considered to be something which is very joyful because food is something that's not just nutritious it's happy. So I feel like you know when people get bigger it's also a matter of showing that yeah we're in a good place in our life right now we're enjoying we're the food. We're extremely happy then. <laughs> <laughs> We must be over the moon. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a beautiful perspective. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, that's, that's true. Though. It's a nice thing to think and to face, Nia. Yeah, and of course, like you guys have so much to be happy about because I know you both are extremely good at academics. Like you both are in my university classes, and I honestly envy the amount of. work and you know time you put into your assignments and of course with jo- you know your magazine everything it's you know it's a thing to be celebrated because you guys are achieving so much in you know such short sp- periods of time that's such a nice thing to say i mean even though we have had some challenges also like you know because the first when we started joa our our main goal was like even though it had to cover everything but what we were mostly focusing on was couples and best friends and you know those kind of people but one of the first projects that we got were ve- that we got was very different it was about a doctor who wanted to you know make a magazine on his life and his patients and everything so we it's not that we it was always so smooth because we did get a little discouraged at that time because you know that's not what we thought about but we realized that no business is actually what you actually think about it's you do face some challenges you overcome them you learn to okay it's not always going to be what i want to and what i want to make the magazine like it's what the client wants also so it was a, a 
a wake up call actually for us to realize okay you know so what is just one we'll have other ones also and yeah so we got through that but it doesn't mean that it was always so smooth it really wasn't <laughs> and that's the good thing about it maybe you know like there's a silver lining that you know they because ultimately every magazine is a story and with every story comes a new challenge but then with every new challenge comes a new opportunity to learn you know so like ultimately like uh, with every order we can finish we can actually say to that person yes we have completed in the genre that you're asking and then you know we can deliver that so like that builds expertise that way you know because it is ultimately like we are a young business and it's a small business right now so we are bo- we are both uh making and learning at the same time and it's the art of storytelling i think and editing and aesthetics exactly. it's it's taking some mundane story and still making it seem interesting with aesthetics with good writing that akriti does and it's it's just it's just like it taught us that okay we we are here to change the narrative we are here to change storytelling and that can have and it does not mean we will get stories that we want all romantic and cute and everything there can be stories like this also and that's the real challenge i think often like people expect you know when we think about personalized stories like you said we often just expect and think like yeah you know it's going to be for families it's going to be for you know our loved ones but i think a lot of times what happens is people forget to put ourselves as the top priority to take care of ourselves and i think your magazine is a wonderful way of gifting to yourself to give yourself yep. that joy like you know you've lo- you've earned this you deserve this exactly why we are coming up with this new line of personal branding you know because people need to remember to put themselves first and to see their entire life flash before them in the form of a magazine i don't think there's any better way to remind themselves how important they are you know so have you guys got any advice or any tips for any aspiring business owners business leaders i think uh, what i would say is that you know don't limit yourself you know don't confine yourself don't get married to the first uh, idea that comes to your mind play around with it go back and forth with it think about uh, things that would complement your idea think think about things that go adjacent with your idea think about the things that can expand your idea further just you know think of it as a clay thing you know like you know keep shaping and reshaping and remodeling it and uh, definitely don't stop with a but you know whenever you think of something whenever you have an idea whenever you have a vision there's always a but that will stop you know okay i want to do this but i don't have the time i want to make this but what if it's not good enough you know so don't limit yourself because of that but the but will always be there no matter where you are in life you know if you're young if you're old if you are studying if you're working the but will always remain you just have to fight past it yeah and 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 no nothing like the reason maybe one of the reasons we're here right now today is because we didn't think twice the moment akriti told me we were just like okay okay we're just doing it we're doing it like we didn't even give each other the time to think and some might say that it's kind of impractical and irrational but maybe we didn't have a lot at stake at that time but it was just the 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 i don't know how to say like the passion or or just 
okay we want to do this no matter what and also do not let any creative challenge or any any sort of block to stop you from going ahead even we've had so many creative blocks so many designs that we had to go over again and again and again and even writing and sometimes you would feel like okay we cannot do this because i don't know it might not be good enough but at the end once the customers and the clients actually gave us reviews it just made everything okay and everything worth it literally yeah let's just it's exactly what misal said you know i keep telling people that you know if i had uh, stopped at the first but that came to my head when this idea came to my head then job would never exist you know it's like uh, the other day uh, because we were getting a good amount of orders but i wanted to push it even more i was talking to misar and you know I, i told her you know what i just want to do a whole story series on my personal instagram not on jaw you know i just want to talk about it i want it to be completely candid i don't have a script in mind i have no idea what i'm going to say but i'm just going to speak from my heart you know i'm going to talk about you i'm going to talk about the magazine and everything you know and when i thought of that i did not give myself a second to think about it you know i just because i knew if i gave myself more than 10 seconds then that video would never exist if i gave myself more than 10 seconds to think about jaw then jaw would never exist so you know sometimes you just have to stop thinking no matter how impractical it is no matter how impractical or irrational people tell you you know people will ask you to slow down think about it don't listen to them yeah and also because it's not just a business for us i mean being from countries like india and pakistan and working together and and you know defying the odds in a way it just gives us all the more reason to work towards it because i even you know even we've thought about all of these things that you know we're from india and pakistan what if we don't come together after uni at one place how is this going to work is just that just the passion for like both of our passion and both of our friendship just it's just defying all the odds or all the blocks that are coming in the way like it's just making a way for itself I think that definitely deserves a magazine of its own. <laughs> oh my god. That's a good idea. We should make a job yeah. about job. Yeah, that's actually a nice idea. Thank you, Mia. Yeah. I, I feel like that. yeah, it does happen especially like you said when it's India and Pakistan a lot of people have this preconceived bias and mm. has it ever do you feel like you know yep. people's yep. perception yep. has ever affected you guys not you, each other's yourselves but like other people definitely this has happened to me actually you know because one day i was negotiating with a client and you know it looked shady to me from right from the start but then i was t- talking to him about you know what we can offer and he wanted to get something done for his uh, brother his sister and his brother in laws they had they they were about to get married so it was a pre wedding job for them and i was talking to him about our prices our services <clears throat> sorry and then you know he just kind of said oh it's a pakistani designer in that you know in that tone and that's when i knew that okay this conversation is over that's it because you know as much as we wanted to be we want our clients to be you know non judgmental and to celebrate the thing that exists and everything we know that just roses and bubbles and that's not the real world that we live in like you said the real world will be full of preconceived bias and people 
some people will be orthodox and kind of extremist and they would you know consider the whole that's, what, that's exactly what joa stands for okay we're yeah. not going to tell you that oh please don't say that but we're not going to cater to you we're we need business we need good business every business does but it's not worth like it's not it does not come above our friendship and what joa stands for the the you know it does not so yes thank you for ordering or thinking about us but i really don't think we can cater to people who are judgmental or biased against the countries it is not what we stand for and no matter how much money someone's paying that's not what we're going to accept i think that's a very like very strong and moral ethics and you know speaking of you know discrimination like you both are women you both are young women and of course there's the nationalities which come in have you experienced like other than just your nationalities any discrimination because of your gender or because of your age i think there's always this issue of prices you know we have to keep justifying why our prices are so high because our prices are the way they are for a reason you know it's a full blown personalized magazine you can't expect it to be the vogue that you take off the rack for 85 rupees or something you know it's we work an entire month tirelessly no day and night it's not a 9 to 5 job you know sometimes we have to work for as late as 3 am and then get back to work 8 am the next day you know if it's 24 hours uh, at your back and called to keep asking you if there are any more changes are there any more changes are you sure there are not any more changes we keep doing that for a very long period of time so you have to expect that we would like to be compensated for the kind of services that we offer but then there are a lot of people who don't understand that we want lower prices we want lower prices no matter what so that's something that we face also yeah and uh, misal was talking about creative blocks so in you know when you guys get any creative blocks or even a writers block <coughs> what do you do in order to overcome it how do you you know try to beat the odds i think that's why it's the best thing that you know we are best friends and we work together because what happens sometimes that the best thing is that in this case our cycles don't sync up when she's having a creative block i'm not when i'm having a creative block she's not so there's this so like one person is sane while the other person is going a little insane so when i am like you know spiraling and everything i can't do this i can't do this she keeps me grounded and when she's going through that i keep her grounded so it just works back and forth like a symbiotic relationship yeah and also it as weird as it sounds but we stop when we're feeling like it's getting too overwhelming or we're not just getting it right i remember working on a magazine for the entire day and even at the night i just wasn't happy with it it's not what i expected and i was just like i don't know what to do and she's just like just stop just don't do this give yourself a day give yourself whatever start again so it's like it's important to realize that you also need a break it's okay if you're not getting there just take a day off relax watch a movie eat and then start again speaking of eating so what is your favorite food like you guys you know you're in india you're in pakistan it's just filled with so much of amazing amazing food so what are you guys been enjoying don't get misal don't get misal started about food then that will take two more years to complete <laughs> And and the fact that she's a vegetarian and I'm a complete chicken terrier in a bag store. So, 
our days are entirely about eating at each other's food and still eating yeah. it yeah it's like you know we are just talking about the business or something or something we're not talking like you know let's just say uh, nothing you know out of nowhere out of the blue with no context misal will randomly text yeah your life is so sad why how are you a vegetarian how could you be a vegetarian why are you a vegetarian like do you don't do you not know how life how sad your life is like this would just appear out of the blue no context <laughs> i think like that's the beauty of at least like because indian food there's just so much of variety for both vegetarians and non vegetarians you can always yeah. just enjoy the food like in a lot of places you get just salads when you ask for vegetarian food but that's mm-hmm. not the case in you know asia in asia for vegetarians there's like a whole heaven so you know it's something yeah. that we can definitely enjoy even in pakistan you know as much as pakistanis love chicken and all seafood and everything we have a lot of vegetarian food like a lot of variety because even here my own sister is a vegetarian <laughs> she stopped eating meat she does not like meat at all and that's fine so it's like we have and even on a daily basis not like we're having chicken every day so you know like there's a lot of variety and options for veg food here also but that's something i think akriti struggled in malaysia with because yep, yep. she could not find a lot of vegetarian food and i used to love the fact that i can eat whatever and she can't <laughs> kind of sad is it something yeah i mean in malaysia you you can and you will find vegetarian food no doubt but it takes a lot of effort you know it's not like it's not that easy for as easy as it is for you know misal and for other non vegetarians it's like they can pick any other option but for vegetarians it's like it can happen but it's a struggle like recently they removed the nando's burger that was, I love that was so hard yeah she loved it so hard breaking burger that i ever loved have you had it sneha yes it's one of my favorite it was one of my favorite i had the one right? with the cheese and my sister like yeah. my uh, my sister and her my brother in law are both vegetarians so they were devastated when we found out that they just don't get burgers or anything just mm. salads So yeah, I I think that yeah sorry. No no no, because that you know it was not a conventional alu patty or potatoes or anything. You know it had chickpea feelings and that was like healthy, but it was so yummy. I don't know why they did that. It was so heartbreaking. Yeah, it was actually. Even I was really sad about that because I used to love it. You know that is one food that Akriti and I can have together. Exactly. But I think like Malaysian food is just so addicting, some addictive sometimes. Like, um, I love their roti chennai, and I think like oh, yeah. it's it caters to all like vegetarian, non-vegetarian. Like I just have the roti chennai by itself, and it's just I've so never addicting. Never had roti chennai. <laughs> you you haven't. You no. should. Roti chennai is the first, one of the first things that I had when I came to Malaysia, and it is really really nice. Yeah. You you know okay. what you're coming back right? Like we're gonna order you. We're gonna send it to you for your door delivery because you can. <laughs> done 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 done. Because I think like roti chennai and you know I think the beauty about Malaysia is like at least you can customize the food. You can be like mm-hmm. okay yeah you know what just like remove all the seafood, remove all the chicken, just give it to me and you get it like. It's not proper vegetarian, but it's yeah, still close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's as close as it gets. Like you know, any dish that you see, yeah, I'll have this, but remove the meat. Mm. Yeah, Agrati's life in Malaysia. That, that's my life, literally. <laughs> but you know, when I 
every time I come here, I start craving like the Indian food, the paneer, the pani puri, the bel puri, like basically like all the chaat items. So I'm just, yeah. I I see all these YouTube videos and I just start craving them because they're so It's good. It's like a food conundrum. When you're there, you don't appreciate it as much, but as soon as you leave, you're just like like I remember going the first semester in Malaysia was hell for me. I didn't make friends that easily, and it was new and it was so overwhelming. And the food was bad. <laughs> like I wasn't because you know it's a required taste, and mm. I was mi- missing all the spices and all everything. Like it was so bad because I would tell my mom the weirdest and the most randomest thing. You know what? I'm missing eating dal chawal. You know what? The things that I didn't actually valued when I was here. <laughs> I can totally understand. It was the same for me. Like because. in dubai like i used to eat shawarma like every day okay not every day but like every 3 4 days and then i came here and i'm like where is it where is that where is i missed my mom's cooking so much i was like yeah you know what like yeah just but i got lucky cuz my sisters here so i was like okay you know at least i've got home cooked food but for both of yeah. you guys i know in the hostel all alone like what how did you guys overcome you know how did you guys adjust and learn to eat because i think in your um hostel uh, in those sm residents you didn't have like proper staff and everything i th- i mean makriti telling me that in smr she lives in smr there you can't cook but where i used to live you could cook but that i can i can happily i can i, I can proudly say that i did not cook regardless of that is a very oh, sad thing to say what i realized very bad thing that, yeah yeah i've realized that even if you're living at a place where you have the facility to cook I mean as weird as it sounds uni is, keeps you really busy so it's kind of a task to take out time to cook for yourself i know people are very organized and you know there's some people who cook for the entire week and then eat but we're just not yeah. <laughs> we couldn't manage because you know we were like okay we have a kitchen now we can actually make food i don't think apart from like three four times where we actually everyone came mm. and, you know we made something together apart from that i don't think we've cooked at all yeah and like uh you were talking about your homesickness so how how was it like you know when you first came to malaysia i know even though it's in asia it's a complete different culture you're all alone and you know there's a lot of issues coming in so how did you guys manage like i think it was more difficult for me than akriti because firstly she was in a boarding school before so she had the experience of being away from my parents but when i went to malaysia I don't know like because I've never been away from my parents or my family or my friends my like my friends here they're literally like my sisters and I going there as it is a very weird concept but the first thing that I was the most scared about was that people over here my friends my family will learn to live without me and i don't know like it made me feel really weird that they would at one point they would not need me there but i was so wrong the moment i came back everything was the same but this constant feeling of the people that you usually with 24/7 learning to live without you and they'll probably be okay after a while it i don't know it kind of haunted me and you know i was i was so like I was into my friends so much here. I was very social. It all changed when I went to Malaysia because I found it so hard to become friends with people. I found it hard to meet people or you know like be myself around them. I was constantly scared that they might judge me for you know 
being a certain way and it's not the same i kept comparing them back to my friends here which was really bad it's not supposed to be that way everyone's different but i constantly compared everything to back home and i'm like you know what it's not worth it blah blah and then i don't know how the hell we met but after like the first sem like towards the end of first sem it all became okay like my mom visited me once and and after that i didn't want to go back <laughs> after that i was so happy with my life there alhamdulillah but yeah it was it was a struggle the first entire semester i would say was just me crying every other day on the stupidest reasons i think that's quite you know the the fear that you have of being replaced is something that a lot of us can relate to and and not understand because there's often like as human beings no matter how you know social or anti social we are there's always that fear of being replaced there's always this fear that you know we're not going to be good enough you know that it's yeah. not going to be a forever thing but you know what i'll be honest like when i first saw you in university i was so intimidated by you because you looked so cool and collected like i was like oh my goodness <laughs> like i spoke i used to talk with a lot of people but i never came i don't think we spoke to like second year or so yeah yeah i was yeah. so intimidated by you i was like she scares me oh. and i was like she looks like she's this you know those people who are like perfectionists get you know they get like a1 hds and like amazing marks on top I of their stuff like you'll change your mind <laughs> <laughs> and i was so terrified to talk to you and i honestly i feel so bad cuz i missed out a year of knowing you because of that fear oh you figured out no <laughs> Hey. How yeah. did you both meet? Like, how did you and Akriti meet? I'll tell you. Let me, let me, let me. Oh, it's it's a very very series of events. <laughs> it's a very funny story that I yeah. It's it's a it's a story that will embarrass me no matter how well I say it because it's embarrassing for me, but it's okay. Uh, so it's just you know um you know you know Ishika right. Mm-hmm. So, ha. Uh, so Ishika and I were we became friends before university started because uh we were in the same place. Uh, you know, we you have to register for SMR or something, and we were with our parents. And then you know, our parents literally just bonded over the fact that both of us are from India, and they kind of like you know at that time they were like you know you have to be friends because we say so. But then yeah, Ishika and I became good friends, so it was like all good in the long run. So Ishika and I were very close friends for a very long period of time. and then you know uh, we kind of felt that you know we need to be more social and we need to have more friends and everything you know because why not and uh, misara and i were in the same classroom we had same units and we used to talk in classroom but never beyond that you know this is small talk in the class about lectures the fact units. that we share the same language kind of yeah exactly yeah yeah so uh, our misara and i our conversations were mostly surface and limited to the classroom But then one night when Ishika and I were just feeling like you know uh, we uh, we wanted to go watch a movie and then you know I we were thinking of people that we could invite because you know we wanted to have a bigger social circle and I told Ishika there's this girl from my class let's just think you know like like why not and then you know Misal got this call but from our perspective and her perspective the story. is completely different so from our perspective we're just looking out to make new friends expand our social circle go to a movie and stuff like that from our perspective who are these two weirdos and why are they calling me all of a sudden you know i don't even know her that well like ishika so i don't know at all and this girl i only know from the class so why are they calling me all of a sudden what's going on 
but i'm very glad she decided to take the leap anyway yeah. and yeah she came and then we watched the movie and it was all fun and games and everything and then my birthday came around the corner and then you know and my birthday also you know i was like i want to invite as many people as i can even if i don't know them and everything and then you know i i uh, talked to her and then you know she told me that she has an assignment then she can't come later on i realized it's because she deliberately didn't come because she was like why is this weirdo inviting me when i don't even know her that well <laughs> i i don't know i felt like i didn't know anyone there so rather than going and being awkward and silent and in a corner i'll just let it go and jokes on her some of those people ended up being her closest friends in the yeah. end yeah <laughs> actually yeah yeah Oh my god. Akriti, I think you Yeah, I think it was primarily because you know we were in the same class, we're doing the same major and you know that's like a bond factor. That's how all three of us met if you think about yeah. it. The biggest scheme of things. Yeah. I don't think the three of us would be here right now. We would be as close as the way we are yeah. if we were not in the same course. I think that's a very binding factor. It's one true. thing Nash did well. <laughs> It's like given us a lot of stress and anxiety, but it's also given us a lot of good friends, a lot of good relationships. Yeah, yeah. amen to that. <laughs> and I think, yeah, it, I know what I've I've always been so excited and so happy to meet like new people that often I forget. Like, yeah, you know, I might be coming on it too, you know, a bit too strong. And I think like Akriti and I share that because of the whole story that you said, and I feel so bad for Misal. because i know people who've been in her place where i was in your place you know i just go and i'm like try to get too close too quick but i'm so happy that this had such a good and happy ending because you both are co-workers you both are partners and you both are i think literally sisters now so you know each other's biggest critic also <laughs> that's true everyone needs that i think everyone needs that person to tell that no you're doing wrong and push you mm-hmm. and push you to do your best so that's amazing thank you so much so yeah i think that's the end of it for today thank you both so much for being here it was a pleasure having you thank you we should be thanking you it was so nice of you yeah i mean this was yeah. amazing this is like a warm homely conversation and you were great so you know? yeah this i creative also you know takes you to heights unknown and and yeah exactly i so hope this much. podcast reaches the places that it deserves because it's an amazing podcast you know all your other series as well they were so insightful and i will make sure that most more people listen to it you know yeah. deserves a bigger audience yeah thank you so much and and i'm so excited for more of your magazine you know to come about more and I will because like now that you've told me it's for parents as well. I've got my parents' anniversary coming up, so I think okay. I pretty much I'm sure I just spoiled it for them because they listen to the podcast as well. <laughs> But mom, dad, okay. if you're listening to this, ignore this. Okay, this never happened. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it will be very exciting to work on something. And thank you both so much. It's I think it's very late for all both of you over there as well. So thank you so much. So that is it for today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. A huge thank you to everyone for watching this and I hope to see you all back again next week. Take care, stay safe and have a lovely week.